hold on to your panties. The party is about to begin. I can hardly wait. I love this show. Check one, check two, check three. Are we ready? Check four. You know what? Enough talk. It's showtime. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me now. 937-457-1290. Locally grown. Seriously funny. On WHIM. Friday from 6 to 8. We are live. Make no mistake. Uh, Tonight on the show, yeah, we're going to talk about the passing of Cindy Williams, Shirley Feeney, from one of the uh, best sitcoms of all time, Laverne and Shirley. And actually, one of the better sitcoms that was a spinoff from another sitcom. She passed at uh, 75 last week. We just heard about it in the news yesterday, and I didn't have a show last night, so we will touch on that. Also, sports and pets. Is your is your pet a sports fan? Now, I bring this up because I saw a survey about uh, folks and their pets, and 80% of people in this one-poll survey, they say that their pets are, in fact, Sports fans. Now, how would you know? How would you know? Uh, We have Lily and Luna. uh, Lovely little puppies. I'm always posting them on social media. Trying to make them uh, puppy stars. And uh, care less about sports. I mean, occasionally we might catch them watching TV. But I don't know that they're really watching it. They're just looking in that general direction. So, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that. Also, tonight, we are going to try, launch it, if you will, the Girl Scout sales pitch. Tonight, and this is going to happen in the 7 o'clock hour, so you've got time. I'm going to ask a Girl Scout, a local Girl Scout, to call in, maybe with help from uh, mom or dad or grandma or grandpa or aunt or uncle or brother or sister, whoever. And uh, they'll have 30 seconds to pitch their cookies here on the show. Now, I promise you, they will get a sale. I have uh, committed 
to buying at least a box of cookies from every girl who calls in and participates. So uh, that's all coming up uh, tonight. But first, we have mail call. Shut back down and shut your trap. It's time for mail call. Message for you, son. You should see a fan mail. You got a message. I got your letter. Amazing what you can accomplish by mail. Congratulations, Skippy. You've got mail. Uh, if you'd like to send me an email, it's uh, eveningedgetodd at gmail.com. Uh, hey, Todd, I had to share this picture of my granddaughter, Harper, having Cheez-Its for the first time. That's right. A picture of a little girl right there. Beautiful little kid. Look at that right there, right there, right there. Uh, <laughs> you, if you're watching the Facebook Live uh, feed tonight, you will see. Having Cheez-Its for the first time ever. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, Jody in Covington writes, she loved them, of course. Her mom took them away for a bit to break them up. Be a little big for a little one, you know. You want to break them up yeah. a bit. Um, and whoa, that's what she says. That's what she writes. I wish I could have taken a picture of that face. She was very, very mad when her Cheez-Its were taken away. You know, years from now, when she brings her grandkids to the Cheez-Its statue, yes, she can remember this time. That's right. That's right. She will, uh, she will remember fondly on the days of her early Cheez-It consumption. Uh, so thank you, Jody, from uh, Covington. Uh, hi, Todd. I enjoy listening to Ron Otto. And uh, you chatting with him very much. I think you should give him a longer airtime and definitely his own song, uh, Vivian from Centerville. And uh, hey, I got a fan in Centerville. Yeah. That's so how cool. you how you doing? Thank you, Vivian. Yeah. Wow. You doing all right, Ron? I'm doing all right. Maybe? Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. do better once I get my own song. Well, but I'm, I'm all right, though. Well, I, I, I kind of have a song for you. <laughs> now, now, I've talked about this guy before on uh, YouTube. It's just some crazy dude who takes somebody's name and just puts them to a song. And it's the same song and it's the same, you know, rhythm, the same, the whole deal. Yeah. Like he does one for Todd. He would, he does one for uh Jimmy. He would, he would do one for uh well, Austin uh, Cheney, our meteorologist. Oh. They, you know, so there's, he does all these different names. Well, uh, he has one of course for Ron. Oh. There's also Ronnie and there's Ronald. Now, mm -hmm. I went with Ron because that's how okay. people know you. That's fine. But I added my own little touch. Oh. My own little touch. Like so are you ready? Let's, uh, I think we need a, uh, let me find my uh, drum roll here. Do we have a, uh... oh, here we go. That's what I hear, Ron. Run, run, run. Take you, for example, Ron. Excited to meet you too, Ron. Run, 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 run. Ron, please, pleasure's all mine. Our well said, Ron. R-O-N, Ron. Yeah, Ron, I understand the situation. Run, 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 run. Well, there you go. That's quality. Did you like that? Does it deserve a <laughs> smattering of applause? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for that. Yeah, that's good. Let's do that. All right. All right. Now, the other reason I wanted to have you on tonight. Um, last week, we were uh, pontificating on the fact that uh, this show doesn't have a mascot. Now, we've talked about mascots in the past, and nothing's ever really come of it. Mm. And then I remembered years ago when I was doing the morning show over on our sister station, The Eagle, yep. for a very, very brief time. Uh, I, I blinked and I missed it. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. so did everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I found an old mascot down in the basement here at CMG. Cool. And it used to be, uh, it, was, it was our K99 uh, mascot. 
It was a if dog. It's still alive, step on it, okay? Yeah. Because uh, we don't want one of those. And uh, I asked, I said, hey, uh, this is, nobody's using this. Can I use it for uh, when I create a mascot? And, I, and they said, sure. So I turned it into Mopey the Discount Mascot. And there's pictures of it on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought, well, hey, I could bring back Mopey. And we had a little bit of a discussion about this. And I posted pictures of Mopey over the weekend, and people really responded to it. Um, some people were, uh, reminiscing to the times when they were a mascot. For example, Mike posted, uh, I was coerced in playing the icy bear at the upper Valley mall back in the summer of 87. Oh, okay. Uh, Peter posted, uh, I've been the Easter bunny. Uh, another guy by the name of Mike, uh, posted, I used to be McGruff, the crime dog. Mm. Now here's something that's interesting. And I asked for photos for this. Uh, meteorologist, Storm Center 7 meteor, uh, meteorologist Robert Go- uh, Gotro the third, uh, posted, I have experience, I was the Applebee's bee once. Was he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. At one time, he was the Applebee's bee. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping to, to see have pictures. I to ask him about that when, yeah. he, when I see him again later this week. Uh, Erica posted, I still have the roller skating kangaroo from Skyborn mm. and the husband that skates it. Uh, Laura posted no picture, uh, but I would dress as the Joker when I worked at McDonald's on Wilmington in the mid nineties. I remember that really like a Batman Joker hanging out on the street corner at the McDonald's. <laughs> and then, uh, one that I, I really would have loved to have seen, uh, Robertson posted. I was the Michelin tire man one time. Oh yeah. yeah. That's so, a cool mascot. Yeah. So, so I was thinking, uh, that might be good to bring back Mopey, but then, Colleen, who's a big fan of the show, posted, Hey, Todd, you need a squirrel mascot Mm. so Edgy can live on forever. Because I don't know if you heard, but Edgy, the evening edge squirrel, Mm -hmm. right before the holidays, died. Yes. Absolutely true, 100%. It's not a radio. I know Jimmy's like, oh, come on. Really? True. By way of a bird. Yes, by a gigantic hawk. Yeah. And then uh, dropped Edgy right in the front yard and scared me and my wife to death. It's it like was a mob killing. It was almost. Tra- it, it was, was traumatic. Bad. It was yeah. traumatic. Um, so so the idea is, let's do a squirrel instead. Yeah. So I think that's what we're gonna do. We're we're gonna let Mopey mope <laughs> down in the basement, yeah. in the dust, in yeah. the with all the mice and everything. Right. And uh, I'm gonna work on getting a uh, squirrel uh, costume. For a mascot, Edgy it's, the Evening Edge Squirrel. So you're, so you're going to keep Edgy then, the name. You're not going to oh, go yeah. another route or anything? No, just, no, uh, no. Because okay. let's be honest, you know, I didn't tag Edgy. Mm. That could have been any squirrel. But <laughs> <laughs> the rule of thumb was if the squirrel's in my yard, it's Edgy, right? It probably is, So, yes. So it, it might have been Edgy, might not have been Edgy. Who yeah. knows? Who right. knows? Right. But uh, but every squirrel that's out there now, whenever I say, oh, there's Edgy, there's Edgy, yeah. and I want people to do the same. And I want people, when you see squirrels, think of Edgy, the evening edge squirrel, right. and then we're going uh, to get the squirrel costume. And Will, one of our producers here, mm. uh, Friday night, said he would wear the costume. It's got to be a pretty big costume because yeah. he's a tall dude. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, so yeah. It's going to be he's... one tall, scary squirrel. <laughs> And we've yes. decided the shirt is going to have the logo on the front, mm-hmm. and on the back, the back it's going to say "Show me your nuts." <laughs> that's and that's the, it's going to be spelled U Y O U apostrophe R E because I want to see people acting 
nuts. Okay. I don't really want to see nuts. I want to see, you know. Acting. Acting. Crazy. Yes. Nutty. Right. Right. Got it. Like a squirrel. All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's all we got. I, I hope that there's not a, some hawk somewhere in oh my a costume <laughs> comes along and takes care of the new edgy. Can you imagine uh, a, a hawk swooping down, thinking that the old dinner, and then uh, wow. he, he sees uh, Will? <laughs> yes. I want to see, see the hawk that can pick Will up. I want to <laughs> see that take place. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Find out everything you can on this Todd guy. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Drivers keep on crashing, colliding into homes and stores. Every week, another thrashing leaves the building feeling sore. Our city streets, complete madness. How did it become this way? I don't get all the confusion between the gas pedal and the brake. This Miami Valley madness is hard to comprehend. Drivers smashing, dating, building such an ugly trend. People, we must take a stand. Cars out of control. Crashing through the city of Dayton. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. Over the weekend, we had another car crash into a building. If you are keeping score at home, that would be number five for the year here in the Miami Valley. Happened around 3.15 a.m. in Springfield, 200 block of West Pleasant Street. Tow truck had to be called to pull the truck from the building. So uh, five in one month. I think that's less than what we... uh, I mean, the average, you know, if we did five a month, we'll have less this year than we did last year. I think that's right. Anyway, (laughs) 937-457-1290. Let's talk to, uh, oh, Marilyn in Springfield. What's going on, Marilyn? How are you? Marilyn, turn your radio down. I don't have it on. Oh, I'm hearing something. I don't know what I'm hearing. Oh, I, that was me. Sorry, Marilyn. Okay. <laughs> well, hi there. Hey, what's going on? Not a lot. I just tuned in on my way home and heard about this mascot issue. Yeah. Uh, and I know you want to name him after Edgy. Right. And since, since he's a squirrel, how about going new with Squedgy? Squedgy? Well, have you, Squedgy. I mean, Wedgy. Wedgy? No, squedgy. Squedgy. Q U. Squedgy. I don't Squedgy. Start with an S, like. Squedgy. Yeah, I got you. I got you, Marilyn. I got you. Well, we've had edgy. Couldn't there be another edgy? We we've had edgy for a long time. 
Well, but this could be his relative or his his offspring. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll, I'll take that under consideration, Marilyn. Thanks for your call. 937-457-1290. All right. So I mentioned that uh, Cindy Williams, who played Shirley Feeney on Laverne and Shirley, uh, passed away last week. We found out about it uh, yesterday. She died last Wednesday at the age of 75. Um, I also remember her from uh, American Graffiti. That was the first time that I remember seeing her. Um, but Ron Otto, when he was in here earlier as he was leaving, we were trying to think uh, Michael McKeon, who played Lenny, might be the only living cast member from that show. Because Penny Marshall is gone. Of course, we just mentioned Shirley, uh, 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 Cindy Williams. The Big Ragu, Carmine Raguso, and I don't remember his uh, actor's name. He's gone. He died. Squiggy's gone. Of course, Laverne's mom and dad are gone. Uh, so there you go. And the other thing I didn't realize is that they actually put an album out. Laverne and Shirley put an album out. And here's a, probably the most popular song, not for them. It wasn't a big hit, but they did put the album out. You can find it on my Facebook page, but... This was a song that they did, the very first cut. A do run run. From what I understand, that's Shirley and Laverne singing. I'm guessing it's Shirley singing. If it was Laverne singing, it would be more. Yeah, you know, yeah, she kind of had a grassy voice. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Don't give me that politics jazz, it's not my racket. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. Everyone just relax, all right? The problems of the world are not in my department. Now who's like a cookie? It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holtz. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. Coming up uh, after 7 o'clock. We are going to launch our Girl Scout sales pitch feature. And we'll see how it goes. Like so many things on this show, we try it and uh, see if it sticks. If it doesn't uh, work out the way that I have uh, perceived it in my mind, well, then we'll just, you know, move on. Kick it to the curb. But I, I have faith in the young people of the Miami Valley. And here's the here's the premise. It's Girl Scout cookie time, and I uh, I don't know about you, but you go into work and you find uh, the Girl Scout cookie order form in the uh, in the break room or wherever, and that's fine. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Mom, Dad, helping out, Grandma, Grandpa, whoever. Um, but we can't and we don't send the girls door-to-door like they used to do because of safety concerns. And I I get that. But, you know, the one thing about uh, cookie sales during that time when when kids were going door-to-door, you had to have a little bit of salesmanship, right? Now, often it was just like, I want to buy some cookies, you know, that kind of thing. 
But every once in a while, you'd get a, a really uh, eager beaver, uh, you know, Girl Scout who was like, hey, I've got the pattern down. What would you like? Here's my, uh, here's my selection of all my cookies. You know, and, and they, would, uh, they would go through and sell you on the cookies. So I thought that that's what we could do here on the show. Maybe for the next couple weeks. Once a night, have a Girl Scout call in and uh, pitch me her cookies. And uh, I've got the list right here. The 2023 cookie lineup. Uh, which I will go through a little bit later. Um, and then buy some cookies. So that's what's coming up uh, after 7 o'clock. Uh, we have a useless survey. May I ask you a few questions? Doing a survey? That's why I'm holding the clipboard. I'm making a survey. What's this survey about then? We collect information. It's useless. No one cares. Sometimes I do street surveys about surveys. So this is really, uh, this survey, I don't know that it's useless, but it is a little silly, but I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. If you are a pet owner, this is uh, really directed at you, or maybe even if you used to have a pet. A new survey uh, sponsored by PetSmart and run through uh, one poll reveals that 80% of people claim their pets are bigger sports fans than they are. 80% of people think that their pets are bigger sports fans. Now, I would have to say that they're just talking about dogs, right? Because cats... They're not going to be sports fans. They're, they're, t- they're too uh, uninterested in anything that we do generally. They're not going to be interested in sports on television. Um, when you think of the other animals and pets that people might have in their house, rabbits, guinea pigs, birds, snakes, turtles, run through the list. There, there are so many. I don't think that any of those animals are going to really give two hoots about a sport on the TV. Now, maybe, maybe a dog, maybe a dog. But like I said at the beginning of the show, when I mentioned this, we have Lily and Luna. And neither of them are interested in sports. Now, every once in a while, we'll catch Lily watching TV, but I don't know if she's really watching TV or if she's just looking in that direction, sometimes she'll hear something on the TV. Usually it's a doorbell <laughs> and Luna loses her mind, you know. But I don't, I don't see how people can look at their dog and go, oh yeah, big sports fan. In fact, bigger sports fan than me. Jimmy, you have a uh, comment on uh, dog uh, sports fans or animals in general being sports fans? Yeah, my dog copies me. If I'm laying on the couch, my dog is just passed out on the dog bed. If I'm up, like, stretching around, right. the dog's moving around with me. If I'm yelling at the TV because the Browns did something, my dog's barking at the TV with me. Right, so he's a fan of you. Correct. He's not necessarily a fan of what's going on on the tube. Right. Right, yeah. Uh, the other thing that's interesting is that uh, 83% of people say their favorite team has won a game because their pet was present. So somehow, these people, and again, 83%, are saying that their dogs or cats or whatever 
I, again, I really think it's dogs. If there was one animal that was going to like sports, it would be a dog. I don't think it would be any other animal. But 83% said their, their favorite team has won because their pet was present. So well, what does that mean? That somehow the dog brought them good luck? I don't know that I believe that. Though I will say, and this, this may upset some people, I enjoy football. I do, but I'm not a huge fan. Um, and I have only seen maybe two or three Bengals games this year. And I don't mean in, in their entirety. I mean like the last 10 minutes or something. I don't really watch it that closely. But this past Sunday, I told my wife, I said, look, I, uh, I really like to watch the game. And she said, oh, that's fine, because we, we spend a lot of time together on the weekends watching, you know, movies and TV shows and things that we're binging on. And uh, she's not a big football fan. I said, but I'd really like to watch the game. Well, you know, there were some things that happened in the game. We're not going to go into it. This isn't a sports talk show. But um, the, the Bengals didn't look particularly great in certain moments. And I was like, see, every time I watch, they, <laughs> they lose. And she's like, you, you got to turn it off. You got to turn it off. And I didn't turn it off. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the dogs are good luck and I'm bad luck. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, 83% say that their favorite team has won a game because their pets were present. Also on the list, uh, the pet owners listed out the sports that their pets like the most. Number one on the list, 40% football. They say dogs love football the most. Number two, soccer. Now, I could see that. I could see the dogs liking soccer. You're running around a big field, chasing a ball, kicking it, right? That's kind of fun. You're trying to take it away from the other person. Uh, and then number three, basketball. But the thing that I found interesting, what do you think, in my head, I, I there's one sport that I think that, that dogs in particular, would love more than any other sport. Tennis. Because of the tennis ball. Right? That's number seven on the list. Only 3%. Hockey did better than tennis. Golf did better than tennis. Baseball did better than tennis. Right after tennis? Motor racing. Dogs like motor racing, huh? Maybe. I mean, I know some dogs like sticking their head out the window. Now, wouldn't that be fun? Let's see a NASCAR race with dogs in the back seat with their heads out the window. That might be kind of entertaining and dangerous when you think about it. Uh, and the last one on the list, bowling. Um, yeah, so I don't know. So I was thinking we should try to find... Dayton's biggest four-legged sports fan. I mean, is your dog or cat, but I'm really, again, I think it's dog. It's not cats. Cats don't care. I can see cats liking golf, right? It's quiet, slow-paced, 
soothing. That's how I think of cats. I don't think of dogs that way. Um, but I'd like to I'd like to find Dayton's biggest four-legged sports fan. That'd be kind of cool. So maybe maybe there's uh, an indication that you have some reason, a gut feeling as a pet owner as to why you think your dog is the biggest sports fan. Tim in New Lebanon, what's up, Tim? Hey, what's up, man? So uh, first off on that tennis thing, you have to look at the ratings and the viewership of tennis. Not very many people are big into it like there are football, baseball, basketball, and soccer. No, no, I know, but I was just thinking from the standpoint of a dog, when you see, you know, they love tennis balls. Most dogs love tennis balls. And when they would see that yellow ball bouncing over the big screen, they'd be like, oh, what is that? I got to get my teeth on that. (laughs) Right. I was uh, originally calling in because the dog superstition, I can see that a a thousand percent. Really? I'm an Eagles fan. Go Birds. So, uh... There's a jersey and a shirt underneath it that I have to wear under every game in order for me to think that they're going to win. Okay. So superstitious. So I can see where the dog or cats or animals, parrots, some people go. Oh, that way. I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got so you. I can see that. Um, now, do you have a pet? I have three dogs. Now, do they sit there and watch the game with you and root for the Eagles, or or, or are they merely just in the same room with you hoping that you're going to drop some chicken wings or chips on the floor? Uh, more of the latter. Okay. <laughs> um, they only get excited when I jump up and scream and, and all that to the TV. Um, the only thing, my dog does watch TV, though. Oh. Uh, John Wick, <laughs> every time he came on the screen, she was barking. <laughs> So I don't know if it was for him because, you know, for the dog, his dog. Yeah, yeah. Or, or what, but uh, she loses her mind. That's funny. Now, does your any of your dogs have a Philadelphia Eagles jersey or Not a bandana? Yet, <laughs> they have a bandana, but no jersey yet. Okay, all right. Well, that's something to think about. Uh, 18% of the people in this poll uh, put sports jerseys on their uh, doggies. Uh, I, I don't know if I can go that far. <laughs> Clothes, clothing on animals. Just seems weird. I agree with you. D- dogs should not be wearing clothing. I have this argument with my wife all the time. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. Have a good one. That line's open, 937-457-1290. Is your dog a sports fan? It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Don't look at me. Oh, my God. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. Uh, This Friday night, uh, I will be live. And, of course, we've got the Facebook Live on now every show. People seem to like that for some reason, but there it is. Um, And as I've committed that if you have a business with a logo hat, I will wear it on the show and uh, mention it during my show, and it'll be right there on Facebook. You get all that free publicity. And I've got a couple of of hats that have come in. Thank you for that. Uh, But there is a post on my Facebook page uh, asking you for your hats if you have a uh, business with the logo and the addresses there. Uh, and incidentally, because of uh, Facebook Live, I started doing this when I filled in for Mark K. I, I did a couple of days for Mark K just before Christmas, 
And people were like, uh, well, Mark always does his show on Facebook Live. You should do the same. So I thought about it and I thought, okay, fine. In uh, 2023, I will give that a go. And that's where, uh, that's why we're doing it. Well, turns out, and I'll give you more details later, but yours truly will be filling in for Mark K once again uh, in March for an entire week this time. Uh, but we'll have uh, more on that as we get closer and closer. Uh, Gary in New Carlisle. What's up, Gary? Hey, good day to you there, Todd. How are you? Hey, man, I got a cat that uh, uh, wasn't really too much into TV, but he'd always answer the uh, telephone answering machine back in the day when you had one of those sitting around. Yeah, you'd hear the beep, and then somebody would start uh, leaving a message, and your cat, would it just meow? No, he'd go up and replay it. He'd hit it it with his paw, and then he'd listen back to it, and then you'd come home, and you'd miss the message because you'd already played it. Exactly. Oh, that cat. Yeah. <laughs> see, I just don't see cats as being sports fans. Yeah. yeah. He kind of watched the Nature Channel every now and again when it was on, whenever there was uh, something to do with some fouls yeah. going on. Yeah. But anyway, I, I've got a uh, a nickname for your uh, squirrel mascot. Okay. Well, I feel I feel like Edgy is the name, but go ahead. <laughs> it's uh, it's after a famous uh, bluegrass group. Okay, and it's one of, and it's uh, probably one of my favorite things of uh, to see a squirrel. It's a flattened squirrel. Flattened squirrel. Yeah, you see him on the road. <laughs> that sound. Come on now, Gary. I can't name a mascot after a dead squirrel squashed on the road. No, you're naming it after a bluegrass group. No, no, no. I, 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 I. Okay, nice try. I appreciate your call, Gary. That line's open, 937-457-1290. Coming up after the news, we are going to launch our Girl Scout cookie sales pitch feature. And uh, looking at the uh, the menu here of the cookies that uh, are going to be available, uh, I've, got, uh, I've got one that I want to try. So uh, I'll tell you what that is coming up after the news. And uh, we'll see how this goes. It might work. It may fall flat on its face. Who cares? It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Where's the radio? Let's see if we can get some sounds. He's nice. He's funny. We gotta circulate this on radio. He's, uh, funny. Very funny. Weird and funny. Broadcasting on all frequencies. Enjoy the show. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown. Seriously funny on WHIO. Who knew they had a song for their cookies? Oh my gosh. Wow. This is Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. Alright, so this was an idea I had last week. My wife and I were sitting around and we were talking about the fact that it's Girl Scout cookie time. And that both of us work with people who have Girl Scouts. 
and you come into the office and they put the order form right in front of your face. And I know that's kind of how things are done these days. You know, we don't want the, the kids going door to door and, uh, you know, potentially encountering trouble, creepers, whatever. I get it. I understand. I mean, if, uh, if my child had been a Girl Scout, I would, uh, I would have some questions. Uh, but, uh, but I felt like, you know what, they're missing an opportunity here. Because part of the Girl Scout cookie experience for the Girl Scout is to learn to uh, communicate with people and to sell their cookies, right? It, it, it's a good opportunity for them to grow and learn how to, to talk to people. And you know this as, as, as well as I do, right? Uh, a lot of kids today, they don't communicate as well face-to-face uh, like we used to. And a lot of it's because of the interwebs and all of that. And everybody's texting and, you know. So I felt like this might be an opportunity to give a Girl Scout a, a chance to call in and uh, try to sell me a box of cookies. Hey, are you still selling Girl Scout cookies? Those cookies smell delicious. I want cookies. Do you want some more cookies? Buy a box of my delicious Girl Scout cookies. She's selling Girl Scout cookies. I want cookies. Ooh, let me guess. Cookies. Thank you for the cookies. Cookies for me. So if you happen to be a Girl Scout or your daughter's a Girl Scout or niece or uh, granddaughter, whoever, and you've got her there and she's got her uh, cookie, uh, cookie sale patter down, 937-457-1290, the first caller through. I uh, will get you on hold, and then we'll uh, we'll talk to you, all right? Uh, and we'll see how this goes. Now, like I said, it may work. It may be great. People may love it, or it could crash and burn. We'll see. Uh, but first, uh, let's talk to Glenn in Centerville. What's up, Glenn? Hello? Hey, Todd. I, I uh, just heard you talking a few minutes ago that uh, you're going to be uh, subbing for another radio person. Yeah, I'll be filling in for for a whole week. Filling and, in for uh, Mark K. Yeah, for Mark K. And, and you know a much, much, much bigger audience. And I just wanted to give you some kudos. I've been oh. listening to you since you started here, and and uh, you've just been doing such a great job. Well, thank you. Um, I, we've talked. To, We've had the opportunity to talk a few times about cheesesteaks and pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah. Christopher's Restaurant. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Have you been to the new location? Yes, I have. Yeah, my wife and I have uh, as well. No, good for you. Yeah. But anyways, I just wanted, you know, you, you probably don't remember because you talked to so many people. I, I'd been uh, all over. I've uh, had the opportunity to live all over the country and went from Michigan to Colorado mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. California mm -hmm. to Massachusetts to Ohio in about six years time frame and you know listen to the radio you know quite a few times and and uh by far and, this is the best show you've heard <laughs> you're right up there with with, with the home <laughs> honest to god you all know, right I, I wouldn't be saying that if it weren't the truth and you, you well glenn i i appreciate it thank you so much uh i appreciate you listening and uh tell your friends about the show i appreciate it all right now we got uh Let's see, we got uh, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, is this you? Yeah. Mackenzie, how are you doing tonight? Good. Now, let me ask you a couple of questions before we get to this. Um, how long have you been a Girl Scout? Three years. 
Three years. Now, what's your most favorite part about being a Girl Scout? Is it those snazzy uniforms? Now it's selling cookies to people. <laughs> That's your favorite part of being a Girl Scout is being a salesperson? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you something. I need a salesperson for this show. You want to work for me? You can sell my show and cookies. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. All right. So, so this is how it's going to work, Mackenzie. I've got the uh, I've got the menu of cookies here. All right? And there's oh my gosh, there's uh what? Like 13 different kinds of cookies? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now, which one is your favorite? Um, the s'mores. Oh, the s'mores. Yeah, those are good. Those are good too. Yeah. Now, I love I I have to tell you uh from way back I am a fan of the Thin Mint, Mackenzie. I, I love uh, Thin Mints, and uh, I could eat my weight in Thin Mints. Most people do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, but tonight, though, I, I, wanna, I, I think Thin Mints, people will probably, oh, yeah, that's obvious. That's obvious. Uh, I, would like to say, I would like for you to pitch me uh selling the toffee tastic cookies okay okay all right so this is how it's going to work i'm going to give you 30 seconds and there's a little a uh, little stopwatch that i'm going to play that you'll hear and you've got 30 seconds to sell me a box of toffee tastic cookies all right all right here we go are are you ready yeah. Here we go. And three, two, one, go. Um, I'm a Kiki Lehman. I've been selling Girl Scouts for three years. Um, my goal is to sell cookies to Todd from the Evening Edge. Um, coffee tastic. Um, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. All right. All right. Any closing thoughts? No. No. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Mackenzie, for the first time out of the shoot, I thought that was pretty good. All right. So here's what I'm going to do for you. All right. I'm going to buy a box of cookies from you, but here's what I need. I need your mom or dad to do. Okay. I need for them to send me an email at eveningedgetodd at gmail.com and I believe mm -hmm. I believe you have your own link where I can uh, buy a box of cookies, right? Yeah. Yep, so you make sure that they uh, they email me your link and I will buy a box of cookies online from you, okay? Okay. All right, well, thank, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. This was, uh, this went better than I thought it would and it's because of you, Mackenzie. You did a great job. Thank you. All right, make sure they email me. I want to buy. Uh, I want to buy some toffee tastic from you. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I. I'll tell you what. I thought that went pretty well. You know, I. Uh, I. I will buy a box of cookies each night from uh, from a Girl Scout who calls in. And, but you know what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to buy, and I should have done it tonight, and I didn't think about it. I apologize. 
Uh, I am going to buy a box of uh, cookies for my producers. So whoever is producing tonight or any night, I will buy them the box because I don't need 20 boxes of cookies. That's just that's something I don't need in my life. So, uh, Jimmy, you're producing tonight. Now, I said uh, Toffee-tastic. Would you be okay with Toffee-tastic? Would you be okay with a box of Toffee-tastic cookies? I'll eat a box of Toffee-tastic. I'm a Tagalongs fan. Oh, all right. Well, maybe, I, maybe I'll buy you a box of that. But I just, you know, either way. I'll, I'll eat them. I want to make sure you, everybody, uh, all the producers get, uh, get some cookies. Because I don't, I don't need the cookies. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I mean, look, I'm going to get my fair share of Thin Mints, but I don't need 20 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Uh, we have an idiot of the week. You are a stupid, stupid idiot. Comes from upbringing. Parents are probably idiots too. Idiot, Wake up, idiot. Silly dilly dokio. I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's true. All right, so uh, you know we're surrounded by idiots, people who do stupid things, and this is probably one of the more idiotic things that I've. I've seen in a while. Um, you know, I played sports growing up. I played baseball. I played uh, soccer mostly. I tried basketball a couple of years because my dad was really good at basketball when he was uh, when he was a kid. And I thought, hey, well, maybe I'll be good at basketball. But uh, I never got any taller than five foot nine. Um, so I I really didn't have much uh, much uh, luck as a basketball player, but. I saw this story, and this came from Virginia. Virginia! 22-year-old high school basketball coach is out of a job after she reportedly tried to pass herself off as a 13-year-old junior varsity player in order to play and give her team an advantage during a game. So, (laughs) this coach who I, I'm assuming was known to the parents. And there's video of this, by the way. This woman uh, had to be known to the parents. But she was out there on the court trying to, I don't know, convince <laughs> the referees and the other coach and the other players that she was actually 13. Now, look, I've seen some women who are 22 23, who might actually look like they're about 13 or 14. Not very big, you know, not very uh, muscular or whatever. They don't look like adults. I've seen that before. We all have. But in the video, this woman doesn't look like that at all. In the video, you, sh- you see this full-grown woman uh, driving the lane for a layup, which 13-year-olds at that age, uh, some of them can do, but many of them can't. Blocking shots and nailing free throw after free throw. And if you've got kids that play basketball, that's, you know, come on. I mean, some of them out there are pretty good, but this was insane. Um, the, uh, The news outlet there says the woman was fired as a result of the stunt and the school's JV players and parents elected to opt out out of the remainder of the season. <laughs> wow. So not only uh, did this uh, coach embarrass her school, the parents and players were like, ah, screw it. We're done. <laughs> we're done. Wait, I'm not going to. But that makes me wonder. It's like, did the parents know? I mean, wouldn't you know at this point in the season? Because basketball starts 
what, November? High school basketball, usually November, December? Wouldn't you know, wouldn't you recognize the assistant coach out there on the, on the court wearing a team uniform and playing? I mean, why didn't, why didn't every, anybody step up? I mean, the second the, the jump ball was uh, tossed into the air, some parents should have been, wait, 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 wait a second. What's going on? We can't, she's an adult. I, I don't understand that. The school is now investigating and the student's family uh, or the family of all the parents are asking or the, of the players are asking for an apology. So apparently one of the girls was on vacation or missed a game for some reason. So the coach took that kid's jersey and put it on and tried, <laughs> tried to play as a JV player, a 13-year-old JV player. The Evening Edge with Todd Host. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Todd loves you. You're indispensable. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. I I saw a story today about a uh, reboot, a movie reboot, and... Look, these are, what would you say? Maybe 30% are good. Maybe, maybe 25, somewhere in there. This one, I don't know why, why they feel like they need to uh, remake it or reboot it, I guess. I don't know. It's the movie Ghost. Now, you might remember that was uh, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg was in it. I think she won an Oscar for it. But uh, Channing Tatum, he's uh, Magic Mike, is uh, apparently the owner now of the rights to Ghost. And he wants to remake this film. And the story that I was reading, it said, despite being 30 years old, it's not that old, (laughs) the film's popularity and cultural impact have not weakened, making it a perfect movie to be remade. Now, that's that's what the story says. But my question is, if the film's popularity is still high and the cultural impact has not weakened, why do we need a new version of it? I guess it would be one thing if maybe Ghost had been a terrible movie and not a lot of people saw and didn't make any money, but the movie made $500 million. Now, back in 1990, that's a pretty good box office take. So if it's that good, why do we need a new version of it? If it had been bad, okay, maybe somebody could do a better job with it. You know, maybe the story was there, but the execution failed. Uh, But that got me thinking about some other reboots, movies and TVs, uh, TV shows, and a couple that I've recently uh, watched. My wife and I watched the first episode of that 90s show. 
This is the reboot of The 70s Show. Now, I loved The 70s Show. I thought it was great. But, admittedly, I grew up in the 70s. So I was familiar with, you know, some of the cliches and some of the, you know, the the scenarios. I I got it. I, I totally got it. So it was really directed at me or people like me. But we watched the 90s show. And uh, I sat through the first episode. And I'll tell you what, it was great to see some of the old characters. Um, I love Mrs. Foreman. I love Red. Kelso was there. Jackie was there. I mean, all the most of the characters were there. But they were only on there for just a few minutes. And now the, 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 uh, the, the scenario is that uh, the daughter of... Uh, and, oh, the name's escaping me. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name, but go ahead, Jimmy. The, 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 Eric. Eric Foreman. Yeah, Eric and Donna. And, and Donna. Right. I know, it was just drawing a blank. They have it. They got married. They have a daughter. Now the daughter is coming to stay the summer in Point Pleasant with uh, Eric's parents. And she makes all these little friends, but now it's 90s humor. It's 90s comedy. Now, my wife and I watched it, like I said, I was not impressed. Wife kind of liked it. I thought, oh, okay, well, she grew up in the 90s. So maybe this is more her speed. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, you know, I hate to say it. I'm getting old. Um, the other one, Night Court. Now, I loved the original Night Court. They've rebooted that one. And I think it's on Peacock. Maybe it's on Peacock. And it stars uh, Melissa Rauch, who was Bernadette in Big Bang Theory. And also John Larroquette comes back and plays his role. As uh, at the time, he was the defense attorney. Now he's, I guess, a prosecutor. But he had retired from law and was working at a coffee shop. But again, I watched the first episode and I was like, eh, I don't know. Did you see that one too, Jimmy? Yeah, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand uh, the reboots. But you, you but earlier you mentioned to me that it was just announced, I guess, today or last couple days. Yeah, Rolling Stones released something at 4.30 in the afternoon today, three hours ago, that Hulu bought King of the Hill and they're going to reboot King of the Hill as well. Ah, uh, now see, I liked King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. But see, you know, the animated stories, the, those can keep going on and on and on and on. Yeah. You know? Same characters, same deal, it says and I'm that assuming all that's, of the same voices. Obviously, not Tom Petty and Brittany Murphy, but right. all of the same voices, all of the same people are coming back. Yeah, so it's not. It's it's it's. I guess it's. I don't know that it would be a reboot. It's more of like a continuation, right? I mean, it's not that's really. Fair. Yeah, it's it's not like they're they're changing the scenario of the show. So I don't know, but, uh, but a couple of others that I didn't like, and I know we got to run here. The odd couple Do you remember that one that came out, Matthew Perry and Thomas Lennon, the French, the fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It was a comedy. It was a comedy with Will Smith back in the day. And then it became a drama. <laughs> what is that about? 
It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Be of good cheer and call me. Call me now. Call me. He's laughing at us right on the radio. The least we can do is get him on the radio and talk to him. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. We are live on uh, Facebook right now. You can actually watch the big broadcast. Uh, coming up at uh, 8 o'clock, the UD Flyers are in action at the UD Arena. They're taking on Loyola of Chicago. Uh, it's a late start, but they will be on uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, 937-457-1290. Um, I did mail call earlier, but... Uh, I didn't get a chance to get to this one, so uh, let's uh, back off the jello jacket. It's time for mail call. Master, I have mail for you. The fan mail. Oh, I'm a big fan of yours. The mail. The mail is here. Your hate mail box is full. Uh, if you'd like to shoot me an email, it is eveningedgetod at gmail.com, or you can uh, hit me up on social media uh, at eveningedgetod. Uh, Todd, I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram. And Twitter. Hey, Todd, I love listening to your show while I'm out door dashing. I saw this posted on a friend's Facebook page and thought of you. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. Carrie in Miamisburg. And uh, this was kind of cute. You know, Valentine's Day is what? Uh, a couple weeks from now? Yeah. It's the 14th. Never changes. It's nice that it doesn't change, right? Labor Day changes the date. Uh, Memorial Day changes. Groundhog's Day's uh, Thursday, right? Yeah. Does that date change? Or I think it's the same every year. February 2nd. But it's something you can count on. Uh, Valentine's Day, of course, the same. And it says, uh, <laughs> rent me for Valentine's Day. Featured packages. So I guess this is if you... Uh, need a uh, a Valentine's Day date and you don't have one, this person is available. I'm sure this is all just tongue-in-cheek, hopefully, but uh, we'll see. Uh, for the friend zone, 20 bucks. $20 for the friend zone. Uh, the We Dating includes chocolate. You can get that for $40. A romantic dinner includes photo for Facebook. Oh, so you could go out to dinner... And uh, this woman will sit and take a picture with you at dinner, and you can post it. 50 bucks. Now, if you, uh, and I know a lot of single people get tired of dealing with their parents, uh, always nagging them about meeting somebody. Uh, for, for $60, dinner with your parents. So this person will go to dinner with your parents. For 80 bucks, she'll go to dinner not only with your parents, but your bratty siblings. Okay? Um, for 90 bucks, the lovebirds. That's package one. Includes hand-holding, so that's nice. So you can walk around. Maybe you go to the green. You go to have a nice dinner at one of those uh, fine restaurants. 
You walk around holding hands. That'll cost you 90 bucks. Uh, the Lovebirds package number two includes a kiss. So you'll get yourself a kiss. I'm assuming at the end of the night, that's 120. Uh, and the final package, the OMG, are they dating? Uh, this includes, <laughs> uh, we start dating today, and I guess you, you make that announcement on Facebook, uh, an, a photo album for Facebook, kiss in front of friends and family, Oh, there you go. The Facebook relationship status update. And uh, note, we can keep it up for two weeks after Valentine's Day. That package is $300. $300. So if you're, if you're hard up and you need a, uh, a date for uh, Valentine's Day, uh, let me know and I'll send you that link. Uh, we, have, uh, we have some Bridezilla news. Bridezilla status. You said I was a bridezilla. I wasn't, was I? If I start to go bridezilla, promise me you'll yank me back to Earth. Bridezilla. Uh, Jimmy, you've been in uh, you've been in radio for a while, uh, my producer Jimmy, and uh, I wanted to get your opinion on something. I just played that bridezilla open, and it's just it's it's very similar to a lot of the other opens that I play, when there's clips and just you know uh, some funky music. I was experimenting with this one last week, and I wanted to get your take on it, okay? If I start to go Bridezilla, promise me you'll yank me back to Earth. You said I was a Bridezilla. I wasn't, was I? Bridezilla, how come you act so cruel, yeah? She's out of control. Bridezilla status. Bridezilla, you're just a silly fool, yeah. So which one do you like better? Do you like the first one, which is more traditional, or do you like the rock and roll Rolling Stone cover? Yeah, I'm going to go with Mick. You like the one with Mick? Okay. Well, I'll use that one. I'll keep the other one just sort of on the sidelines in case I might have two Bridezilla stories one night and I'll want to break it up a bit. Uh, a distraught father on Reddit, and I love this particular Reddit thread. It's, uh, am I the a-hole? <laughs> People find themselves in crazy situations... And uh, they have a, a, usually a confrontation with somebody. And they're, they're at a loss. Like, am I, am I the bad guy here? Am I, am I the, the a-hole? <laughs> a distraught father on Reddit is asking for personal advice after a disagreement with his daughter on, wedding day, on her wedding day. And this does, uh, it does smell like Bridezilla territory. Uh, he wants to know if he's to blame and how he can fix it with his daughter. The man says during his daughter's wedding reception, when the wedding cake was served and everyone was having a slice, he politely said he didn't want any and added, I don't really like cake and I was already pretty full from dinner. Seems reasonable, right? Seems reasonable. He said he figured it wasn't a big deal and that no one would notice that he wasn't eating cake. Now, think about it. When you go to a wedding reception, there's lots of times there's many, many, many people. You're not paying attention to who's eating what. You might be paying attention to what they're drinking, but they're, you're generally not paying attention to what they're eating. Um, however, his daughter noticed that he was not eating the wedding cake and was not happy. 
Uh, he says she got really upset and accused him of not supporting her and not being, quote, a good parent. Wow. Man. Uh, and for not wanting the cake. He added she told him it was a tradition for parents to eat a slice of the wedding cake. I've never heard that. Is that really a tradition? I mean, look, I've never turned down a piece of wedding cake. <laughs> Right? And most of us probably have it. But is that really a tradition? Uh, she said it's a, a tradition and that by not doing so, he was showing a lack of respect for her and her new spouse. Wow. Now, I wonder if they were uh, serving booze at this reception, because this sounds like the kind of thing that a, uh, a bride who is already you know, keyed up because it's her big day. She's already feeling the princess uh, mode. You know, she's in princess mode. And then she starts wetting her whistle with some cocktails, maybe some vodka martinis. And she gets a little lippy. Uh, Dad says he tried to explain to her it was just uh, personal preference, but she was still uh, not happy. He said he was he's, he's happy for her and supportive of the marriage. But she shut him down, and they haven't spoken since. Dad says he's not sure what to do next and doesn't want to cause any more hurt or disrespect, but at the same time, he doesn't want to have to eat something he doesn't like just to make his daughter happy. And he turned to the Reddit community and asked the question, am I the a-hole? Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I would also, I would also venture to say... That maybe, maybe the issue that she has with him isn't really about the cake. Maybe that was just, so to speak, the icing on the cake. Maybe there was other stuff going on. You know, maybe dad was being a cheapskate at the wedding. Maybe he didn't pay for an open bar. Maybe they bought and rented a discount photographer like my wife and I did. It didn't turn out well. So maybe there were other things going on that sort of uh, added to her angst. Though, I mean, if, if not, why should anybody care who eats what? And tradition, is it really a tradition? I've never heard that before. I've never heard that it's a tradition for uh, parents to eat the cake and that if somehow they don't, it's bad luck. Is that what she's saying? I don't know. I've never heard that before. But look, this is what happens to many brides. It's their big day and there's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. You know, they've been dreaming about this day for their entire life and they expect everything to go the way they want it. And God forbid you get in the way of a bridezilla because you will just get slapped down and beaten up. This poor dad. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290 or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO.
Todd was the one who started it. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290 or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. We were just talking about the uh, Bridezilla and the bride being upset with her dad because he didn't eat any of her wedding cake at the reception. She said it was tradition. I've never heard that tradition before. And uh, Archie, who's a big-time edgehead, uh, sent me a message. He said, I did wedding photography for over five years. To my knowledge, there's no tradition of parents eating cake. Because that's one of those things, if it were a tradition, you would want it photographed. It's a tra- if it's a tradition, you want it photographed, right? So, yeah, I, I think that's uh, bogus. Uh, I am going to uh, talk about this story tomorrow a little bit more. Um, do you guys, the cocaine bear, you know that story, Jimmy? Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this has been around for a while. This is 1985. The, uh, the story basically is that a drug dealer dropped a big duffel bag of coke in the mountains of uh, southern Tennessee, northern Georgia. And uh, a bear found it. And the bear ate the coke and OD'd. And that's, that's the gist of the story. I don't know if you're watching the football game on uh, Sunday. <laughs> But they ran the trailer for the movie Cocaine Bear. And I remember talking about this, that they were talking about making it into a movie. And it's happening. Now, this is going to be a thriller slash horror film. And uh, we'll talk more about it tomorrow night because I'm, I'm trying to work out a viewing of this for the show. Because it's come up, it's come up a number of times over the years talking about this, this back, this black bear who uh, stumbled upon a duffel bag full of Coke, like $20 million worth of Coke. That's a lot. Now, granted, this is 1985 street value might be a little bit different now, but uh, we'll talk about that uh, tomorrow night. Uh, also, we'll do another uh, round of our Girl Scout uh, cookie sales pitch. We'll get another Girl Scout on the line, and uh, she can try to sell me a uh, box of, uh, of her cookies. Now, I thought the first one went pretty well. Mackenzie did a great job. And uh, if they happen to still be listening, and anybody who might, uh, might participate in our little feature here on the show, make sure you send me your link. All the Girl Scouts have their own link, so you can buy cookies from them online. you got to email it to me, eveningedgetod at gmail.com. And uh, I will buy a box of cookies from you uh, from one of my producers. Uh, also, shout out to everybody. Thanks for watching tonight on Facebook. Uh, this is exciting. We should, ch- we should check the, uh, the number every night to see how many peak viewers we had. Any guesses? North of 20? No? Wow. 21. <laughs> we had 21 people watching tonight. So thank you. 
I appreciate your engagement. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow night uh, just after 6. Coming up, it's the UD Flyers at the UD Arena taking on Loyola of Chicago. You can find the podcasts of this show wherever you find your favorite podcasts or at eveningedgetodd.com. Have a terrific Tuesday night. Go Flyers. We'll see you tomorrow. He's done. It's over. He's finished. Sorry, buddy. Show's over. Say goodnight to the bad guy. Now give me a kiss and say goodnight. Good riddance, you loony. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.